welcome to not just a new episode, but a whole new season of the Tip Balls podcast, now presented by Joe Randazzo's Fruit and Vegetable. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my two absolutely elated co-hosts. To my right, fresh off of a hard day's work, it is the one, the only, the now beardless Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer, actually having to do some work because, as I'm sure you have noticed, we are now live. Yes, we finally did it. It took forever. A lot of work went into it that Uncle Sam didn't partake in. But we are now live. But still, jerking his own gherkin, it is Bruce, <laughs> the tugboat Venditti. What's up? And as I said, uh, again, this is our first live stream, so um, you got to bear with us because inevitably we will fuck something up here. It's pretty much a guarantee. Um, but they we put are handcuffs back. on me. I'm not allowed to say anything. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. There's no clipping Uncle Sam anymore after rant, after um, any of the, you know, when we just go back to the 60s here there's none of that anymore so it's not the 60s it's the 80s whatever whatever it was okay whatever that used to be we can't clip that out anymore so uh yes unfortunately we did put a little bit of a of a collar on you I gotta be nice just somewhat to everybody that has feelings you gotta look out for the feelings these days yes um but we are back better than ever uh fresh new logos as you can tell fresh new logos um Got the new hats. Love them. Uh, we are very refreshed now and ready to speak about football again after that hiatus. Um, breaking down any and everything NFL better than ever before. Um, I like the camera angles. Do you? Yeah, I do. I like it better than before. It doesn't. You like we're not on the couch. We're not on. We're not on the. We're casting not on the couch. couch. Uh, the casting couch. Uh, it's not. You know, we can actually see what's behind us. It's kind of cool. All this, all the hard work guys you put get to in see on the hardware. Yeah. That's it. The juice. My boy, my boy right here. Everybody know who that is? Trent Dilfer. Greatest quarterback ever to play the game. The best of all time. So, uh, obviously, while we were gone, we missed quite a bit of free agency action. Uh, that's what we're going to take time to get into today. Um, break down everything that we think is relevant that has happened so far. And I know everybody's sitting on pins and needles waiting for our resident draft guru, Uncle Sam's uh, mock draft 1.0. He's been working on that diligently. Uh, Mel Kuyper, who? Yeah, we should put anyway. your mock draft behind a paywall. Um, anyways, so today's going to be mostly free agency talk uh, because, I mean, a lot has happened. A lot has happened, and we haven't had a chance to come on and talk about it, so I... That's where we should start, no? Absolutely. But first, we need to talk about one other thing real quick, and that is the Washington Commanders. Ah, um, the Dan Snyder era is coming to a halt, to an end in D.C. Uh, there's multiple groups right now battling it out in a bidding war of types for the ownership rights of the Washington Commanders. The sale price projected to be somewhere north of $6 billion. So, he's about to be a very rich man. Very he is rich a rich man. man. An even richer man. But he's about man. to be even more rich. So we will be monitoring that again. I'm not going to get into all of the 
yeah, these are the people that are involved in purchasing the team right now because we don't know who it actually is going to be. All we know is that Jeff Bezos is not putting in a bid. Oh, whatever. He just needs to stay away. So he will be staying away. Um, Jesus Christ, guy's got his hands in everything. I know, right? They're going to have NFL Rick. games in space pretty soon. Um, but yeah, that's, the, that's really the breaking news in the NFL right now. Other than that, uh, another piece of breaking news that came... What? Another piece of breaking news that came out today. Uh, Saquon Barkley has told his agents and the Giants that he will not sign the franchise tag. He will not play under the franchise tag, will not be signing it. So he will not be able to participate in the offseason. Whatever. When they start deducting money out of that check, that'll change his mind. Uh, All right. So free agency. Let's get right into it because – there's a lot to go over. All those fines that you get for that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, right now, when we're talking about NFL free agency, there's two gigantic elephants in the room, and they are named Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. And we are going to get into both of those. We want to allow a proper amount of time to talk about them. And I'm sure there's going to be some mixed opinions between the three of us on them. So we're not going to start with that. Because it'll take up an hour worth of time. So we're going to get into everybody else that doesn't matter as much and then talk about the two most important guys at the end of the show. That's smart. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to start off with one that just broke within the last couple of days. Um, Devin White has requested a trade from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, he's entering the fourth year of his rookie deal. Um, They have not exercised his fifth year on him yet. He is going to want a ton of money to resign. He is one of the best young linebackers in the league. <coughs> now, my question for Uncle Sam here is, one, do you think Tampa's already made it clear they don't want to pay him? Or, two, do you think he wants to get out before he knows Tampa's about to go into this full rebuild? And, three, where do you think Devin White would be a good fit? Well, I, I think anybody would, would love to have him, the the problem is, are, are these teams, what are you going to get in return? What's Tampa going to get in return? Obviously, they're at least going to want a one, which I doubt they'll get that, even for a guy with his talent. That position is like running back. So You'll I, get a I lot don't, of years out I of don't yeah. see them, Tampa, being able to get enough back for him. Okay. They decided not to sign the fifth year on him. They decided that. Correct. So that's that's on them. So basically what he does is this. He plays his final year and he becomes a free agent next year. Unrestricted. If you are another team in the league, are you paying Devin White? I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. He's a free agent next year. So why why go through all that? Well lose that lose the uh uh the draft capital that you'll have to to sit there and 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 dish out for him. Well, obviously, you could just sign him next year as a free agent. Yeah, but if you're trading for him, you're obviously signing him to a long-term deal, right? That's well, that's not you're necessarily. Doing it with that I, I mean, a lot of these guys want to sign one-year deals now, so I I don't think that that's uh, I I don't think a lot of teams want to do that. If you were an NFL GM, would you give Devin White a Roquan Smith-like contract? I would. You would. I would. I, I well, I think he's actually better than Roquan Smith. So, yes, me. so you think he's going to command well over? Well, I, I, like I said, if he tries, if he tries to command 
they want they want at least a first round pick for him. You know, oh, absolutely. You, I mean, you and if they to. don't get that, then there's got to be some compensation in there. Right. It's multiple picks if it's not a first round pick. Okay. Staying in the NFC South, there has been at least so far one surefire quarterback change in that division, and that is the New Orleans Saints signed former Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. Uh, the 32-year-old is going to make $37.5 million per year. And, and I'll tell you what, that's that's actually a deal. That's a pretty good deal. I mean, a, a deal. But listen, most, today, most quarterbacks right now. He's making Jared Goff money. Ja- Jackson's going to command $50 million. Yeah. Rodgers is going to command $50 million. All these other guys are already getting $50 million. Mahomes, Josh Allen, all these other guys. So, you know what? You're getting a deal. You're saving about 11 to $12 million by having this guy on your roster. Yeah, but... Who else is better than him that's there? In the division? One-eyed Jameis Winston? I mean, no. I mean, even on, on the team. And I, I mean, come on. Well, yes. The division, but... what do you got? Mar- Marcus Mariota, is he still on the Atlanta Falcons? <laughs> no, he's not. My God. But, okay, let's... This is this is why this makes Sam sense Darnold? to me. This is why this makes sense to me. Uh, Tampa Bay... Signed Baker Mayfield, and we're going to break okay. that down in a few minutes. So, which he'll probably be starting there, right? You're going to have a He's quarterback. Be Kyle Trask out. Come on, I don't know about that. Kyle, Trask I don't know played. about that. How 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 do we know what we even have in Kyle Trask? Other than the preseason, has he even played a game? Not really. But no. Okay. Here's now the thing. Brady there for two years. The guy hasn't played. Here's the thing. They gave Baker Mayfield a fully guaranteed four million dollar contract. So if they get him and they want to put him on the bench, nobody really cares. It's not costing them all that much. Yeah. Even if they want to cut him at some point, it's not going to cost them all that much. So I I think there is going to be a quarterback competition and a stronger one than I think most people think between May- Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. But but for now, I think it's safe to say Baker's probably going to be the starter. But talking about the Derek Carr signing for the Saints, you're going up against, in division, which is eight games out of the year, or six games out of the year, the Buccaneers, who I doesn't matter if Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield start. They don't really make me nervous. The Falcons, who if it's Desmond Ritter or anybody else, doesn't really yeah. make me nervous. And the Panthers, who are kind of the wild card in all of this right now because – the the pan the Panthers and I will say this just because of what they've done already in free agency this year mm-hmm. just year alone I I I would say they're the front runner in that division. I after the way they finished last Correct. year, uh, it's I think it's theirs in the Saints division. Too. It's theirs to take. Mm-hmm. They got a new coach there. You know, not nothing against Carr. I think Carr's probably the best quarterback in that division right now. Absolutely, yeah. And, and uh, I mean, if you want to say he's washed up or whatever, I never, I never seen that out of him. I just don't think he clicked with Josh McDaniels. Right. I, I don't think that anything that they were doing there was good because they, they were a mess. Because on paper the Raiders should have been a lot more competitive than what they were. Correct. And obviously the Raiders got – their guy now. Well, so. I, I mean, uh, who? I I don't know. Well, think about this: the Jimmy Garoppolo signing with the Raiders was a match I, made I, in I heaven. I think so. Garoppolo knows the system, right? I mean, 
Jimmy, he's Jimmy G. Right. Every girl digs him. He's probably having a hell of a time there in Vegas. Vegas, yeah. But anyway, yes. uh, we're not going to go there. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I like what New Orleans has done. Um, he's got some targets, man. Chris Olave is a really good young talent. Uh, they re-signed um, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Yep. And, and I, you know, if he's got anything left, he'll have to show it this year. And for how talented Michael Thomas was at one point, they signed him to, it's, he's making $10 million this year. He's already 30 years old. If he could stay on if, the field. Correct. That's the million dollars. You know, it, his knucklehead the field, shit, his the injuries. It's He's got to be able to stay on the field. Okay. I mean... This was the other thing that made the Derek Carr signing make sense to me. Realistically, New Orleans wasn't really in a position where they're going to draft a quarterback. So your other options out there right now are two guys who aren't signed in Carson Wentz. Oh, God. And Matt Ryan. Which <coughs> I don't the, go know about, the ghost of Matt Ryan. The ghost of Matt Ryan. <laughs> I don't know about you. I don't think there's – I mean, barring injury – or something catastrophic, or a mass taking I, I a mean, mass. Are either one of those guys basically going to take a backup role? Because that—that's what they are. At well, once once I could see him taking a backup role somewhere. It, even Matt Ryan, I don't—I don't think Matt Ryan is a would be a bad backup. I don't. Yeah. Because he showed even on a garbage dumpster, dumpster fire, fire team, team like the Colts that once in a while, when he got it clicking and got in the rhythm, he was he was doing some. Serious damage there. So, with those things being said, I don't, I, I, I can't knock the Saints for signing Carr. At the end of the day, it's, it is, it's not the worst financial contract ever. There weren't really any other options out there, and at the end of the day, it gives them an advantage over Jameis Winston, who's still right. there as the backup, uh, compared to everybody in the division outside of Carolina. One thing that's interesting to me about Carolina is. Obviously, they traded wide receiver DJ Moore to the Bears. Now, that that to me was really interesting because he was the heart. Once McCaffrey was gone, right? Who else really well, they, was there? Here's the thing: they needed to move up in this draft. I know to get who they needed, and they knew they had to. They had to throw some kind. They had to, they had to throw a lure out man. there to catch catch the Bears to say, "Hey." We want to move up this far and not give away draft capital, and they did it. Correct. So, so you got to you got to give them some credit. Yes, I, I, you do. Um, but God, would DJ Moore with any of those young quarterbacks coming into this draft class? Yeah, but that would have been a Carolina's nice. Got a new duel. coaching staff. Uh, they got a new philosophy. Out with the old, in coming with the in new, there. Out with the old, in with the new. Hey, you know what? That needs to happen with a lot of teams. A lot of teams need to these teams that are struggling that are at the bottom. Need to just just blow it up and start over. Well, because because it's becoming an epidemic. They they uh, we say out with the old, in with the new. Uh, in all reality, they out with the nude in DJ Moore, and they signed the old in Adam, Adam Thielen. But Adam Thielen is a seasoned veteran, and I'll say this over more: Thielen is more consistent than Moore. Moore is more explosive, and, and will. Do some huge damage if you can Absolutely. get the ball to him. Right. The problem well, is, Thielen is a guy who runs great routes, and he seems like he's always open. 
For some reason, this guy is always open. I don't know how, because I, I personally don't like him. I, 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 I'm not a fan of his. You're not a big Adam Thielen guy? No, I'm not an Adam Thielen guy. No, no. Okay. He's just, he just doesn't do it for me. You know who he kind of reminds me a lot of? Go ahead. Who? Robert Woods, who, oh. when he was with the Rams, was a very, very interesting prospect. Right. Okay. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, he was a he, he was a PPR monster. He was a target monster. Yeah. Because you had you had such a dynamic duo between Cooper Cup and him with the Rams, where Cooper Cup would break off these massive plays, and then they would just pepper Robert Woods with little yes. shots over the middle, and it worked the out. The guy'd have eight catches for 118 yards. Correct. And so then, yeah. Robert Woods goes to Tennessee. Tennessee. He only played 78% of the snaps last year. Had his worst year. As a pro. As a pro. All right. And granted, Look he's not. The ball. That's true. I mean, the Titans season in a whole well, last year was pretty let's shitty. put that in perspective, though. Their, their philosophy is not. It's hand the ball to Derrick Henry. Yeah. And uh, you know what? If you get open on a play action pass. You'll get the ball thrown to you. Well, okay, Woods is 31 years old, so don't get me wrong. It's not like this is a guy who's going to go. I I don't think he's washed up whatsoever. But He's still a viable guy in this league. For some reason, he's not going to go and take the world by storm. But I like him in the Houston offense, barring they get uh, their quarterback situation under control, which they obviously will. But I kind of like him there. I think you're going to see – you're going to see him take a little bit of a jump this year over last year. He fits into that offense better than well, you know, you know, whoever's there. If it's Davis Mills or it's if not it's going to be Young, da- stop. Hold on. I, I, mean, I said we weren't going to talk about the draft today, but we're going to say this one thing. I just said if it's Davis Mills, Davis Mills will not be the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans. I don't agree with you. Not going to happen. Not going to. I don't happen. agree with you. Demico Ryan's is my man. Anyways, okay. Defense wins championships. But speaking of Texans wide receivers, the Texans did trade. Yes. Well, who was their best wide, their only fucking wide receiver that you could probably name? Well, he was disgruntled. He, was he did not, not want to be there. Well, it was a shit show. And what are you going to do with a disgruntled employee? You got to dump him. So they traded That's how in, it is. in state to the, to the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you have to remember, Brennan Cooks dealt with some. He was banged up for a decent portion of last year, but as we know, Brandon Cooks is like the is like a pair of traveling pants. I mean, the he's States, been everywhere. New England, then you know, he's been everywhere. Been in Super Bowls. He's been everywhere. And oh, he's there's he's always left a little bit there to be desired for me, no matter what team he was on. Yep. Realistically, you see this guy and you see the way he runs routes and you see his speed and he looks so talented on a football field, but for some reason, he was always effective. He just could. De- Here's his thing. He could never stay healthy when you needed him. I know. And that's that's the issue with him. And he was never anywhere long enough to develop a rapport I, I, with the I guy. Watched, I watched him. I, I want to say it was with New England in that Super Bowl. He had like five catches. He was... Lighten it up, and then he went out hurt, and it was done. He was done. And, I mean, we have another guy. He's 30 years old. Yep. Uh, he makes a lot of money. And at the end of the day, do you like him in a Cowboys uniform? Because I'm sitting there, I'm thinking about the Cowboys wide receiver room now. 
does he play well, a nice I, I mean, to have a guy two. with his experience is huge. Absolutely. Because he's been everywhere and done everything. Do you like him as a compliment to CeeDee Lamb? I, I like him. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because now CeeDee Lamb doesn't have all the pressure on him. All the pressure on right. him. Right, especially with uh, Dalton Schultz being gone. Right, and then uh, is Gallup still there, correct? As of now, Gallup is yeah. still there. So, so it doesn't matter. You know what? Let, let's 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 just be honest. Uh, it's Dak Prescott. <laughs> I, I, I'm not That's trying one. to be an asshole here. That's one. What? Well, yeah, you know, you're it's right. Dak Prescott. Right. They'll win 13 games again. They'll, this they'll year. win 13 games. <laughs> they'll make it to the playoffs and get bounced in the first round. You know why? Because they won't have to face Tampa this year. They'll actually have to face a viable team and get bounced in the first round. That's the Dallas Cowboys. God right. bless Jerry Jones. You know what you got to do, Jerry? Pick up the phone and call him. Speaking of. You know who you need to call. Jimmy Johnson. Get Jimmy Johnson off the out of the booth. Get him back and uh, get him back coaching. Do you have anything else to add about Jimmy Johnson? No, I don't. Okay. Um, Speaking of viable teams. You don't have to say anything. Everybody knows. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of swinging with a bat, um, tip softball. We'll throw that in here real quick. Tip, oh. tip softball. Uh, shout out to all of the players of the tip softball team, even though Uncle Sam declined his invitation to play. No. <laughs> exactly. He was our um, best pitcher, but, you know. So, yeah, you might you might get some uh, live softball content coming at you pretty soon there. So, uh, shout out to them. But. Back to football. Talking about viable teams, we have to talk about the Eagles because obvious. What, what are, you doing, are you doing? <laughs> you are on live TV playing oh, microphone sorry. clips right now. Anyways, um, the Eagles, obviously. Are we live? Yeah. We've oh, been okay. Live. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Jesus. God. Okay. Can I talk about the fucking Eagles, please? About who? The Eagles, your yes. favorite team. Yes, let's talk about Your favorite team. That's it. And by the way, I, I will make this prediction right now, and you guys can all mark this down. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles will be back in the Super Bowl this year. I'm going to disagree with you. We're going to have our first disagreement right now, 15 minutes okay. in. Okay, you'll see. They'll, the, be better th they'll be better this year than last year. Yeah, but you want to know who they're not even thinking about right now? What? The Detroit Lions. Sheesh. Like I said, the Philadelphia Eagles will be back as NFC champions. You think they're going to defeat Brock Purdy? Yes, I do. Um, Brock Brock Purdy is a fraud. Well, they might because they had a lot of veteran guys who it looked like a lot of them were going to be gone, and somehow they, at the final hour for a lot of them, brought these guys back. Is, uh, there, a is there a better GM in the league than Howie Roseman? No, but how, you want to Howie know, Roseman is, is this guy pulls rabbits out of hats. I, I don't know how he does it. I agree with you, but this is the one thing that I think is going to get Howie Roseman in trouble. Howie Roseman reminds me a lot of Dave Dombrowski. If you're a Tigers fan, then you know all, everything there is to know about Dave Dombrowski. And he's going after, I mean, Lane Johnson re-signed, 33 years old. Fletcher Cox re-signed, 33 years old. Uh who is the other uh, uh, offensive lineman that they re – uh, Kelsey, 36 years old. Darius Slay, 32 Kelsey years old. Kelsey was going to retire. He decided to come back for another year. Correct. Because there's unfinished business. And I'm going to tell you something. Having that, that experience in there and these veterans are going to help all these young players. They have, they have 
two first round picks again this year. That, that this is I know. crazy. I know. I, I'm telling you right now. They so they they resigned who they wanted to keep. Who they didn't want to keep kind of just went on their way. But it doesn't matter because you want to know why they lose both of their starting linebackers to free agency. It doesn't matter. You know why? It's the Kobe Dean time. <laughs> That's it. It's all they're going to do is plug and play who they've drafted, and they're going to continue to roll. Well, right, because, I mean, Hargrave's gone. Who steps into his spot? Jordan Davis. There you go. So, yes, they are doing a lot of that. Yeah. And that's not but, a bad thing. But you see the key guys that they needed, they resigned. Yeah, Lane Johnson. Uh, right. Lane Johnson. $20 million Kelsey? a year. Kelsey. They paid Kelsey. Fletcher Cox. They resigned Fletcher dollars. Cox. Fletcher Cox, who's been there forever. I mean, backbone guy. Hello. $10 yeah. million. Bucks. So, and Bradbury. They resigned they Bradbury. Resign they Bradbury. needed Bradbury. And they brought back Darius Slay, too. They did. Are you sure they brought back Bradbury? Yes, they did. Am I having a moment here? They they brought Bradbury right. back. Okay. They they did not lose that secondary. All they're gonna the only thing they lost out of their secondary Is was Gardner Johnson. Gardner Johnson. Because the lion the Lions right somehow got this guy to, to come here. Okay. And I I think it's awesome. I don't want to jump there yet. Grit, but baby. we're gonna go. There. Okay. Now the only thing I'm gonna say for Philadelphia fans and Howie Roseman is if it doesn't happen this year. If it doesn't happen this year, you've got to cut ties with the majority of these guys. Because you can't well, I, I, it's not going to be really cut ties. It's just going to be reload. You're going to end up in the Rams situation. That's the only thing I Possibly. don't want to I, see. I don't see that because, you know what? They still have a quarterback that they don't have to That's also true. fork over $50 million in cap space. So, you know, that, and this, guy's, this guy's willing to... Work with the with the uh, management to make things viable for himself. You know, I, say what you want to say. All those years that New England was winning all these Super Bowls and these championships, there was a reason for that because Tom Brady. And and I'm not the Brady fan, but I will say this about Brady: he was smart enough to renegotiate his contracts to where he was still making money, although he was like 20th on the money chart when it comes to quarterbacks, when guys like Matt Stafford, who hasn't won diddler shit up until a year ago, this, this, guy, this, this guy wasn't making any money compared to these other guys. No, absolutely not. But him being smart enough to say, you know what, I could take a little less money because I have a shitload of money anyway and and just deal it out let the team deal it out to give me weapons that's a smart thing and i i think you're going to see that trend start more and more i i think you're going to see some of these guys take less money like a joe burrow who could command Took huge money yep but i think it, he he's smart enough to realize you know what to keep the pieces around me to keep me safe to keep me playing at a high level i need to be smart about it. Well, and they went out. I try to gouge him like some people, like knuckleheads like Aaron Rodgers. Nothing against Aaron Rodgers. Make all the money you can make. I get it. But if you want to be successful and you want to actually go back to a fucking Super Bowl one day, you better think about gouging the team for as much money as you can get. Well, and we're I, that's exactly you led you let set me up perfect here. I agree with you that Joe Burrow is indeed going to take 
I mean, obviously, I don't think he's going to be getting paid $25 million like Brady was towards the end of the Patriots seasons, but I don't think he's going to go for the home run 60, first guy to $60 million deal. I, I just don't see that yet. I, I don't, It's not feasible. If the cap goes up more, which it will eventually, I, I just think I, I just think it's ridiculous because the old line is about to surpass what they were doing in money. And in money. Well, old line is going to get a huge bump here. That's you again, you led me right into this. The Bengals Achilles heel for the last two seasons has been their offensive line, right? We saw it in the Super Bowl, seven sacks, Burrows on his back the whole game. They lost that Super Bowl because their offensive line. This year, the offensive line was a little bit better, but still not 100%. They went out and took Orlando Brown from the Chiefs, who was probably outside of maybe Creed Humphrey, their best offensive lineman. So huge signing for the Bengals. They paid him a lot of money, a good veteran guy who is going to be there to protect Burrow long-term. And you're right. If Burrow tries to go for all that money, then at the end of the day, they're not going to be able to continue to do, do things like that. you got to re-sign Jamar Chase. You know, there's question marks on whether they're going to keep mixing around. You, they have three wide receivers who are all going to command a good amount of money going forward. So I agree with you as far as Joe Burrow goes, but that Orlando Brown signing, that was huge. Realistically, that's, huge that's one of the biggest moves so far in the AFC, in my opinion. That guarantees, essentially guarantees. They had to do something. Listen, they can't continue to lo keep losing to the Chiefs the way they do. No, they can't. Absolutely not. They can't. They got to get competitive. Um, I still think Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in football, my opinion. Agreed. I know a lot of people are going to freak out and say, eh, it's a Pat Mahomes. Patty Mahomes is cute. I get it. But you know what? To me, Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. I still think it's Jalen Hurts. But... What? He said it's Jalen Hurts. Do you got to click the hearing aid up enough? Well, I, I don't. Uh, well, you know, he's got his little high voice on. Um, no, I he heard me. Yeah, he's sitting fucking two feet away from you. <laughs> Hello? All right. <laughs> Moving on. I want to talk about the New York well, Giants. I want to hear what he had to say about Jalen Hurts. Oh, What okay. about Jalen Hurts? I like Jalen Hurts. He's yeah, my but, dog. But, but Joe Burrow's just, better. I think the best pure quarterback in the NFL is is definitely – It's. I mean, who else is better? I mean, if you want to say Mahomes, I get it. But to me, Burrow – Pure quarterback? Burrow. Burrow. Pure Pure quarterback to be Burrow's better. As pure quarterback. I don't know. It's just my my opinion. Everybody has their own opinion. I guess my Joe opinion is run. it's obviously it's Burrow. I think he's the best that I've seen. Anyways, let's talk about the Giants. Okay, because the yeah. Giants are kind. Mahomes of... is a system guy. That's all I'm going to say. Go ahead. Okay, that's a stretch. But uh, a lot's been coming up about that. It's a stretch. True. Giants. Let's talk Take about. Take Andrew Reid away. Saquon Barkley, I think we we said this at the beginning of the show, has chose that not to sign the franchise tag, doesn't want to play under it. That's going to be very, very interesting. What happens with Saquon Barkley? Obviously, if he does somehow hit the open market, it's going to be a, a frenzy. If they go to trade him and in hopes of a long-term deal from another team, it's going to be a frenzy to try and get him. In my opinion, I, I think Saquon Barkley will. And here's my opinion on it. You're seeing this happen right now with Lamar Jackson. I, I 
think he's kind of wore, wearing out the welcome. Well, besides wearing out the welcome, I think Wore he's making uh, a big mistake. I watched Le'Veon Bell do this years ago with Pittsburgh. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And, and you've seen what happened to Le'Veon Bell after that. That's that's true. I, I, mean, I mean, you can't. So you can't he knock went that. for the money. He goes to the Jets, and what happened? After that, he was basically. Sorry about that. He was done. After the Jets, he was done. You know, and, and I and I hate for these guys that are in the prime of their career, and he's in his prime now because he missed a few seasons with injury, to to do that to himself. You know, we'll see what happens. Okay, but they did. They made a big splash when they traded for Darren Waller. In my opinion, he's a guy that they they targeted. That was an ad. They that, targeted him. That was him. a position of need. There's rumors throughout the year that they wanted him, and eventually they went out and got him. They needed that. They needed to get a big, yes, a big, consistent target for Daniel Jones to hit. Obviously, I think they have their receiving core is so so putrid. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. They're 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 a shitstorm, and and they needed somebody to throw to. Absolutely. So Waller is uh, uh, he's one of the elite guys when he's healthy. He really is. No, and I mean, let's be real. He's a top five tight end when he's healthy. Correct. Point blank. Period. That's that's the situation. I think he and fits he, into that I think job. him and Jones that they could build a rapport. That could be something special. That could here. be a very scary situation. Yeah. Now, obviously, I agree with you. The Giants' receivers are awful, and they need help. They they definitely need receiving well, we'll help. See what they do this year in the well, draft. So just I mean, this is you know, the last thing they're going to have to do is now. What what are you going to do? Have to burn a draft pick on a running back? Because your running back is disgruntled, uh, well, do what you got to do. If you want to keep him, keep him. If you don't want him, dump him. They've they've come out and said, devastatingly, that they yeah. will not be re-signing Kenny Galladay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a big loss. Yeah. Did you see all those stats about how they paid him like seventy six million dollars oh about one God. touchdown pass? Some what the like hell? That. What were they thinking? I know. Holy shnikes. Um, A couple other Off guys. Off of one good year. One good year with Stafford, this guy got paid. Yeah, one good year. Yeah, he can retire now. He never has to he work again. Thank God the Lions didn't make that mistake. Thank God. Uh, a couple other guys who aren't signed right now, who I want to know if you think they'll make an impact. Uh, do you think Robert Quinn at 33 years old, uh, coming from the Eagles last year, has any more gas left in the tank? Do you think he could be a viable hey, Here's the thing. He, he might re-sign with the Eagles here. You never know. He, he made I, $14 we, we, million last yeah. year. That's well, a lot of money for him. I, I think this is what's going to happen. Some of these guys are going to be out there. Uh, they're going to be available. you got to see where a lot of these teams are going to go in the draft and see what they're going to do. And then you'll start seeing, by the time training camp starts and injuries and this and that, a lot of these guys will be flying all over the place then. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it only time will tell with a lot of these guys. The Robert Quinns. I mean, Robert still Quinn. out there. Uh, Marcus Peters, still out there, 30 years old. Not re-signed. I can't believe he ain't signed with somebody. I mean, everybody needs a tackle. Deion Jones. Yeah. There's some big names out there that still ha- that I still think can make impacts for a team. Frank Clark, the biggest one of all, 
Well, actually, there's he two. Did with Kansas City? No, Frank Clark has not re-signed. Huh? Don't know why not. Pay the man. What do you think about Chosen Anderson? Who? Chosen Anderson. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> um, Who the fuck's Chosen Anderson? Former yeah. former Cardinals receiver Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. In the offseason, uh, changed his name legally to Chosen. Oh, Christ. So... Because he's the chosen one. Are you kidding me? What, what is that? So he is now chosen. Oh, Anderson. God. I so, don't know. Sounds like something LeBron James would do. Change himself to King there. Chosen. All right. But all joking aside, the Frank Clark thing blows my mind. And I get it. He's probably going to want to get paid. Well, one of these teams. One of these teams. At 30. You know what? You might see him go to the Bengals. Oh, my God. If they don't want to offer him money, he might go to the Bengals just to piss him off. Yeah, you know, that one would. Be. It, it is what it is. That would like be I said, a lot of these guys you're gonna see. You gotta wait after the draft when they start putting everything together. They got all these people coming to camp, and then you're gonna get injuries. They're gonna wind up somewhere. Now, do you, you still think Frank Clark at 30 has a few more years of play? Oh, yeah, at, I, th- at I think Bowl any of those guys, situational pass rushers like him, yeah, uh, Robert Quinn, are gonna have a spot on somebody's roster. Um, one guy who I know you can't stand, uh, who's, you know, almost 30, who, who is regarded as a top five guy at his position as well. Jack Prescott. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Traded to the Miami Dolphins. Could the Dolphins have what, solidified? What did, they, what did they have to give up for him? I'm not exactly sure. I don't have that in front of me. I will okay. pull it up. But could the Dolphins have solidified? A top, secondary, their the, secondary was really good to begin that's with. That's what I'm saying. Now we're talking as the Dolphins having a top two or three secondary in football. Yeah, if, if the Dolphins can fix their front end on defense, their pass rush thing, Frank Clark, Frank Clark, Robert Quinn, one of these guys going to Miami to, to bolster up that front, and they could be dangerous this year. Um, I'm telling you. Miami gave up uh, their 2023 third-round pick, number 77 overall, and tight end Hunter Long. Hunter Long? Never heard of him. <laughs> exactly. Okay. But that was the trade uh, okay. for Jalen Ramsey. Gave, basically, he gave up a third-round pick and a you know. roster, and uh, somebody was taking space on their roster. Correct. Okay. So well, I, I think that's a pretty good deal, actually. I do, too. I'm kind of shocked. Too. I mean, what are they paying him though? Well, Jalen Ramsey. Let's let's be real. He's making twenty million dollars a year at twenty nine years old. I I don't know about that. And he still has forty million in guaranteed money left. So, well, that's why that's why I like GMs like Brad Holmes, who's not going to pay a guy twenty million a year. No, he found better. Huh? He found better. Um, but you know, one thing Brad Holmes did yet to see. One thing, one thing Brad Holmes did that I liked was rather than sending Romeo Aquara on his way, he restructured him. They're paying him two and a half million this year, and they're keeping him here. That I, I think that was smart just because of this. Two and a half years out of the three years that he signed a contract, it was hurt. He's hurt, right? So we really don't. We haven't seen him. At full force yet, like he was prior Correct. to the injury. At full tilt. We the Achilles injury takes at least a year to heal. Right. At least a year. So you haven't seen the full force of him yet. Now, if you got him in there with, with Hutchinson, mm-hmm. um, 
Josh Pascal, who was also hurt, that didn't come till later in the year. These guys make a formidable pass rush here. Correct. And, Absolutely. And from the outside. The Lions' problem isn't the outside guys, it's the inside guys. They, their inside guys have to play a lot better. They did resign Isaiah Bugs, who I like. They did. Right. I think did. he's a dog. Right. They resigned him, and they brought back Kaminsky, who I like too. I, I like him because he can go out or in. Well, the Lions actually. <coughs> Excuse me. We good? Um, the Lions made a splash in their secondary. We would have made it a year in one episode. <laughs> the Lions made, in my opinion, the biggest splash of their division, realistically, in their secondary. Because as we know, that it, it desperately needed help. So to end the Patricia debacle, <sighs> they traded away former third-round pick... Cornerback Jeff third, Okuda. Third round. Oh, excuse third me. Overall. Third overall. Excuse me. Third overall pick. <laughs> Jeff Okuda for a fifth rounder to Atlanta. Well, it, something happened with that. I what I was hearing is they were supposed to get a third, and there was supposed to be some money involved in that. And it never happened. I, I don't know. They got a fifth rounder. You know what? I was happy they just got something. So to, to me, you, you wanted to part ways. Obviously, he wasn't fitting in here. Uh, they weren't going to wait for him to develop. He's already he already missed two years with injury. You really what, think, what are you going to do? You really think it's has to do with him not fitting in? What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like he he fit in pretty well. I I, th I thought maybe he underachieved. Maybe that's why he's not on the team anymore. Did you ever think of that? He just came back from an Achilles heel or Achilles huh? tear. He just came back from Achilles tear. I just don't think right. he was. I just don't think. I, I just don't. You know what? It wasn't a fit. Obvi obviously, you know what? Toward the end of the year, if you remember, he was benched. Why? Why was he benched toward the end of the year there? And they were playing Jerry Jacobs over him. Why? Because he didn't fit. He did not, not fit. Obviously, the, he didn't fit in the system. He didn't fit the mold. You know anymore. what? You Sometimes know what I mean? a move like that, it's better for him. Better for everybody all the way around. Well. Okay, better for the Lions, I think, because they they rid themselves of one that it freed up six million in cap. Two, they rid themselves of one of the last guys of that Patricia that regime. Three, Jeff Okuda had a target on his back from the beginning in Detroit because nobody wanted him here. Like, let's be real, he was not a fan favorite because of the fact that they drafted him third overall. There's a whole bunch of other people out there that they could have got. They didn't there was do no, it. There was no way he would ever live up to the hype. He would have never lived up to it. He's it not Sauce Gardner. That it's best that he wasn't here. Not Patrick Peterson. And he goes to Atlanta. It'll be interesting to see what Atlanta's trying to build because Atlanta went out of their way to get Jesse Bates. I mean, a, a team that's supposed I, to be I don't completely think that's bad at all. No, but that's what I'm saying. 16 million bucks a year. Played 98% of the snaps for the for the Bengals last year. Je generally one of my favorite safeties in the game. I have nothing but the highest praise. He's, for the guy. I'll tell you what, he's he's a big reason. That Cincinnati has had the success within the last three years that they've had on their team, he was a huge reason for that. Correct. And you want to talk about a, a hole for Cincinnati. I mean, yes, they needed to address the offensive line, but they lost 
Jesse Bates, who played 98% of the snaps for that team, who was, in my opinion, a backbone for that team, and they lost Von Bell to the Panthers, who also played 98% of snaps. So both their the entire backbone of their, that secondary, both starting safeties are gone for Cincinnati. That to me was very interesting. I don't know how you let both those. You know, guys the Carolina go. Panthers slowly, sure, but surely signed a lot of guys from this the offseason. Carolina Panthers are having a sneaky good offseason. <coughs> like I, I can't, <coughs> can't knock them. They're actually having a sneaky Sorry. good offseason. Anyway, uh, they, you know, they kept Shaq Thompson around too. You know, that's a guy he played ninety five. Signed Jamal Williams. No, New Orleans signed Jamal Williams. Oh, I thought it was them. No, I thought it was Carolina. Did hello. Are you sure about that? It was New Orleans. <coughs> um, okay. <laughs> Hello. Well, who did Carolina <laughs> sign? He signed somebody. Running back, no? I, I Am I wrong on I that? I got going through my list. Here. I, I, I don't even know. Over the last like week, I've gone through 150 different guys. I hear you. So I need to, you know. But if you want to talk about running backs, uh, Aaron Jones staying with the Packers. $11.5 million deal. Uh, he will stay there this year. Don't know how anybody really feels about that. Well, I, I mean, what do the Packers do? Let, let's get right into it. No, no, no. What no. A, we're not there yet. We're not there yet? We're not there okay. yet. Okay. I thought we were there. We are not there yet. Okay? Close. We got way more guys to talk about here. Okay. Okay? Um, some And some guys that I think you're going to really enjoy talking about. Mike Gesicki. New England Patriot. Mike Gesicki. I, I love that move, by the way. Everybody's going to get flashbacks of Gronk. It's going to be great. That's it. That Belichick, Belichick will have him flourish in his offense. You know, and here we go. We're going to say another big name for the Houston Texans, Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Going from Dallas to Houston. That, to me, that, again. And they whoever, re-signed Tunsil. They, they re-signed Tunsil. Reset the entire market with that. One of the highest paid offensive linemen in football. Like, let's be real. Houston is gearing up to go out and go from worst to first. EJ Stroud and give fucking Jacksonville a a rough time next year. Uh, Another is staying in Texas. Cowboys lose Dalton Schultz, gain Stephon Gilmore. Now, Stephon Gilmore makes a lot of money. Mm -hmm. They traded him. Yeah, but he's older. He was hurt last year. He's 33. Yep. What can we expect from him at this point in the career? I think that solidifies Dallas's defense, especially their secondary. You, you think he's going to make that much of an instant yes, impact I do. there? Yes, because, I do. Because you know what? He was a year off of recovery. He did come back with the Colts near the end of last year, but he wasn't himself yet. I think by this year with a full training camp, he'll be fine. Um, and he's dominant. He's, he's one of them. He's top five when he's healthy. Bobby Wagner. Love obviously Bobby played Wagner. for the Rams, but now he is headed back up to his home in Seattle. Well, he wants to retire. A Seahawk. Seahawk. With I mean, the scumbag. I mean, that's obviously Bobby Wagner. what he's doing. Bobby Wagner. Okay, let's be real here. He's 33 years old. Okay, he's regarded as one of the best linebackers in the game. Honestly, probably one of the best middle line, true middle linebackers to ever play. I mean, I mean, if you look at his numbers, <laughs> yeah, it's I hard mean, to argue. Got a lot of guys out there that uh, can command what he does. At 33 years old, he played 99.7 percent of the snaps for the Rams last year. Like my God! And now, now you're talking about a Rams team that did not have Aaron Donald, correct? 
Did not have Ashawn Robinson. Correct. Most of the year. Um, and how many tackles did he have last year? I, I, I it was sick. I know. I know he had about 150 tackles last year. It was crazy. In fact, he was rated in I know top three linebackers as far as production last year. Oh yeah, it was crazy. He was. Yeah. So, with that being said, big ad for Seattle. Guy gets to come home. Fan favorite. Love to see it. Uh, Texans. Jimmy Ward. Safety. Interesting to me. Very interesting to me. Because he was one of those guys that they were throwing around possibly ending up here before, obviously, Garter Johnson did. I like that signing for the Texans. Um, and the Texans also went out and traded for Shaq Mason from the Buccaneers. Okay. Another offensive lineman. Go with Laramie Tunsil. Uh, played 98% of the snaps for the Bucks last year, which you can't say that about pretty much well, see, anybody else on the team. Now, now, think about what you just talked about with the Texans just now. Mm-hmm. They bolstered up their line. Mm-hmm. They got receiver. Mm-hmm. They got tight end. Yep. They have Damian Pierce, one of the better young running backs in the league. Agree. And they're going to draft a quarterback. <laughs> You're not going to sell. They're not going to draft a quarterback. You're not selling with that number two pick. Anyways, um, they're gonna ri- they're gonna ride the wind with Davis Mills. A couple more guys I just want to touch on. We don't need to spend a ton of time on this. Uh, one of my favorites, Kellen Farrell, uh, signed with the 49ers. Watch out for that one. And Javon Hargrave, instant impact, instant impact. Guy who never lived up to his his draft potential when he's drafted by the Raiders. I think he can make an instant impact on the 49ers. I would. That's one to keep an eye on. Um, well, this is what happened with Colin Farrell. They drafted him with with the first round pick. He goes to a regime that wasn't very good. No. Um, the coaching staff after John Gruden was basically let go, they they were fucking awful, and uh, he never lived up to potential because they had a guy that was drafted later on that blew it up and basically took his job. Crosby. Correct. Correct. Max Crosby. Out of Eastern Michigan. Yeah, you know. who would have thought that? And who would have thought that? I, I mean, right. he blew it up. He's one of the top guys in the league now. And, uh, you know, Farrell was just part of a rotation, and they just kind of weeded him out. You know, I think the culture there got got hurt when uh, John Gruden basically was let go. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that whole thing was a mess. I'm not going to get into that, but it is what it is. And uh, better for him. Sometimes it takes a move to get a guy going. I agree with you. And I think that that's, I, I, I just have a feeling on him. Yeah. I've liked him out of college. I got a feeling on him. He's yeah. going to be good. That, that whole Raiders situation. I, 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 I feel bad for basically Al Davis. God bless you. I, I, I know, I know you're just rolling over your grave and watching what they're doing to your team, your kid. Anyway, uh, I think they've had a lot of bad luck. Jonathan Abrams is gone. Colin Farrell's gone. All these draft guys that they've drafted within the past couple of years are all gone. And uh, now it's starting over, you know. they got a beautiful new stadium there in Vegas. Uh, That doesn't change the fact that Mark Davis is a total weirdo. But hopefully they can turn their club around. Well... 
I agree with you. I, I hope nothing. I just don't trust league. Josh McDaniels. Neither do I. He's I, a good offensive coordinator. Not a good coach. But he's, um, he's not a good head coach. Before. None of the New England people are good head coaches. <laughs> We're going to talk about a few of both of your favorite players before we get into Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers real quick. But that will be after a short word from our sponsors. Joe Randazzo's Fruit and Vegetable has been serving Metro Detroiters the freshest and finest fruits and vegetables since 1953. They buy produce direct from growers all over the world to ensure their customers get not only the best quality, but the absolute best pricing. At Joe Randazzo's, shopping for your groceries is no longer a chore, but an experience where one will step back in time. An open-air market environment, a massive selection of produce from around the globe, and overall old world feel i promise you'll be making joe randazzo's a weekly or even bi-weekly ritual that so many have already adopted with locations in detroit dearborn heights westland and roseville if you are in the metro area there is certainly a joe randazzo's near you and if you own a restaurant or a banquet hall we've got you covered there too joe randazzo's wholesale provides free delivery for your business and guess what it doesn't end there now that spring has sprung, Joe Randazzo's keeps the most beautiful nursery stock imaginable, not only at all four locations, but also a gigantic inventory of bushes, trees, flowers, and much, much more at their Romeo and Westland nurseries. If you want to end your shopping experience with both a full cart and a full wallet, visit your nearest Joe Randazzo's location today. That is Joe Randazzo's Fruit and Vegetable, number one in produce since 1953. Okay, getting back into it, a couple of your guys' favorite guys, and we're going to fire through this so we can get into our elephants in the room. One of Bruce's favorites, Charles Harris, re-signs with the Detroit. Can you stop fucking around with that? <laughs> One of Bruce's favorites, Charles Harris, uh, signed, re-signs with the Lions. Are you serious? I yes, thought they caught him. Nope. Ah, 3.25 million, baby. They don't need him. Um, you could always use weapons. What are you talking about? Braxton Berrios signs with the Miami Dolphins. Oh my God! You got to be kidding me! <laughs> Holy shit! Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios. Part of the. He's the Tyree third man of the Jalen Waddle and Braxton Berrios. Holy shit! Yep. So Holy shit! That I knew you'd like that one. Tariq Hill. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle and Braxton Berrios. You have to say it one more time. Braxton Berrios. Um, you guys don't understand. I was there. Oh, I was there years ago. What do you? You don't know. About? We were at. We were there. The New England Patriots were coming into town to play the Detroit Lions. Braxton Berrios was the best player on the field. We were there. He went up against guys like Darius Slay. Everybody they put on him. You Braxton Berrios absolutely one crushed him. He did. Um, he did. <laughs> Real Did you quick. attest to that? You were right next to me. He did. Braxton Barrios performed great. He, he put out a show there. for everybody that was there. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, I was sold on him. In all, of his, all of his 250-yard receiving seasons, definitely. I, it doesn't matter. He doesn't get a chance to play. Anyways, a <laughs> uh, wide receiver that you like more 
and this is you know, we're going to get into our, our serious discussion here. A wide receiver that you like more than Braxton Berrios signed with the New England Patriots, and that is Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, Christ. What do you mean do you I think, like more? <laughs> do you think he's going to be able to get Bilicek to do a TikTok with him? A what? A do a what? A TikTok. <laughs> I thought that was illegal here. No. Isn't that illegal oh, if, in the United for, States? Uh, government building. If you I, I, I don't know. I'm asking yeah, a question, dude. No, it's still legal in okay. the United States. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what he does with his TikTok. Okay. But he needs to keep his TikTok to himself and not flaunt his TikTok at Bill Belichick. All right. <laughs> now let's get into the real free agency talk. Obviously, there's a lot more guys that we would like to go over, and we will do that as more stuff unfolds. Uh, but again, we missed so much while we were gone. It's tough to break down everything that has happened in one episode. So coming up, we're going to talk about some more guys and where they went and how we feel about them. But for now, three guys I want to talk about. Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on Zeke because I threw this one in here at the end. But Dallas Cowboys have essentially said, they don't really care to have him there anymore. They're probably going to try and trade him. Where could you see Zeke ending up and being effective? If, if Zeke goes anywhere, it's got to be somebody that's uh, uh, a contender. I, I don't think he wants to go to a rebuild. Uh, it's got to be somebody that's close. That's close. Uh, Buffalo Bills, maybe. That would I would be, love to see him in Buffalo. You took the words I, out of my mouth. I think that would be an amazing place for him. What about Kansas City? Uh, you imagine the double-headed monster of him and Pacheco? I, I just don't think that uh, – I, I don't think Andy Reid wants to – I would love to see him there. Dog and pony show? I, I mean, who knows? Okay. Or, I mean, there's a lot of talk right now about Joe Mixon off the field shit. Didn't have the best year last year. What if he ended up in a Bengals uniform? There's a lot I don't of places. Think that's a bad play. I don't either. I, I would love to see that. So that's the situation that we're going to continue. Listen, to I, I want to see Ezekiel Elliott actually. Uh, he deserves more than what he got in Dallas. Not to say that Dallas wasn't fair with him. What was that? They paid him an awful lot of money. Bruce says he's washed. Who's washed? Zeke. Elliott? Zeke. <coughs> if you're playing on a team with Dak Prescott. I guess that anyway, you have, that's true. You have no that's, threat that's three times. Uh, of doing anything. Three times. Three times. Uh, three all three they're going to do when <laughs> Elliot comes on the field, you're going to put nine in the box to stop Elliot. You know, oh, Dak might hit a couple passes downfield. I got it. And, but at the end of that, you say Dak Prescott. Okay? The guy was hurt, missed all those games that they won because of the backup. And then that's he comes true. in, he plays the Lions. Threw two picks, but still pulled one out. Okay. That's a good team that wouldn't have happened. Now, who would you like to rip on first, Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson? I I'm talking well, I'm to you here, and Jackson. you're fucking around with the measuring I I'm tape. Not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. So who would you like to. Is, do you want to talk about Lamar, Lamar Jackson? I'm going to say this. I think Lamar is kind of. Uh, I think he kind of got his taste. No, nobody jumped up to say, hey, we'll give you a first-round pick for Lamar or three first-round picks for Lamar Jackson. Nobody did that. Nobody's going to give him a guaranteed contract. Do you want to know the reason why Lamar Jackson's not on a team right now? He is on a team. 
Is that the Baltimore? Not Ravens? on a team that he's going to play on next. Okay. Week. Jimmy Haslam. Okay. Okay. As soon as they gave that fully guaranteed money to Deshaun Watson with 30 pending sexual assault allegations and hadn't uh, played. Alleged. Alleged. I said allegations. Alleged. Had, allegation and alleged mean the same thing. <laughs> Anyways, and he hadn't played in over a year. Okay. Where are you going with that? <laughs> it, it set a bad precedence in the league. And I'll be honest with you, I think it's a precedence that they are trying to to make sure it doesn't happen again. And that doesn't You're talking get about the set. league in general, correct? The league in general. That's yeah. why Lamar Jackson is not on a team. Because the owners are there's not they all got together and said, Hey, listen, fuck this guy. Well, I, We're I, not giving him a guarantee. Allegedly team. they all got together. You can't say that because we don't know that. I'm gonna say it. But I, I think it's pretty obvious Agreed. that these guys all talk. Correct. And and it's pretty obvious that they were not happy with uh Jimmy Haslam. No, no. Which, uh, you know. But I'm going to go out on a limb He does what he wants. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to rip Lamar Jackson up a little bit. One, you are an NFL quarterback. You are seeking to make $40-plus million a year to play a children's game. You don't have an agent. You don't have an agent. There's guys in this league that make one 40th of what you're going to make who have people with degrees and negotiating skills and everything else in the background figuring your shit out for you you don't i get it you don't trust anybody to say or do anything for you but at the end of the day there's got to be one other person in the world who's a little bit smarter than you that you could trust to make a deal for you that's on him period that's on him that's one of the reasons why he's in the situation that he's in with Baltimore and why I don't think he's going to get anything that he wants out of this. That's number one. Number two, Lamar, let's be real. At the end of the day, you came into the league and your knees weren't in the best shape to begin with, right? You, you can't, realistically, you're going to miss two to three games a year, period. It's going to happen. You run more than anybody in the league. You're going to take a bad hit. You're going to sprain an ankle. So you have to understand, and this is where an agent comes into factor here, nobody's going to give you a fully guaranteed deal. You, you know what? All you're, 32 you're... teams would rather watch you sit and never play again than give you a fully guaranteed deal. Go ahead. It's not happening. This ain't the NBA. Correct. That's all I'm going to say. It's it not going to happen. Only in the NBA do you get your fully guaranteed contract and a and uh, endorsement through China. That's it. So, so it's not going to happen. So let's be real. If I could talk to Lamar right now, this is what I'd say. You already screwed yourself by not having an agent, which is why you're not re-signed already. Because any agent who was worth a damn would have had you re-signed agent, already. Agents have connections. Correct. He'd with, already have been re-signed. With all the teams, all the GMs, all the people... If you don't have that, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get a true showing of your how valuable you are. You're not gonna get it. No, not at all. Not at all. Because guess what? You've got 32 billionaires and guys that they hired to be smarter than them sitting there saying, This guy, this guy, we're gonna negotiate with him. 
We, they're going to take full advantage of you. They're going to sit there until you do what you what they want you to do. And that's exactly what's they're happening dads. with the Ravens. Yep. You're, you're playing right into their hand, Lamar. And at the and, end of and the I'm day. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, I see the offer they offered him. I, I don't think that was a bad offer. It, I get it. He wants more money than, than uh, Watson. Than Deshaun Watson. I get that. I do too. And, and I, he deserves it. I agree. He MVP. does deserve it. I mean, come on. Guess what? Man. He's going to end up there, right? He's going to end up in Baltimore. Realistically, I don't know when it's going to be. I don't know for how much money it's going to be. I don't be. think he's going anywhere. I don't think he's going anywhere either. And, and the Odell that, Beckham Jr. signing pretty much, to me, solidified that. And not only did they get him, they signed Nelson Aguilar, which I don't know what impact that'll make. But Nelson Aguilar was, before they signed he's OBJ. A great third, he's a great third receiver. Well, he was the best receiver on the roster. That's for sure, because yeah. Marcus Robinson's gone. So it was Nelson Aguilar was the best receiver on their roster. Got uh, Rashad Bateman, who we still haven't seen yet. Okay, here we go. End of the day, Lamar's going to continue to be in Baltimore because you're not going to pay Odell Beckham 15 with incentives, $18 million a year to have Huntley throwing him the fucking football. Not going to happen. Lamar, you're going to stay there. You're going to take less money than they had originally offered you. You're going to get less guaranteed than they had originally offered you, but you're going to take it now because you backed yourself into that corner. Sorry, that's the truth of it. Anything else to add before we get into the well, next scumbag? I, I, I mean, I think it was a rude awakening for him that none of these other teams have uh, even considered oh, bringing I think, him in. I think he thought it was going to be a firestorm. Yeah. I think he thought everybody was yeah. going to come and he'd be able to pick where he went and all of the above. But yeah. at the end of the day, there you that's not going there's one team, one team that has run that poorly, and that's the Browns. And the Browns do their own thing and they look like idiots every time. At one at one point I would say the Texans. The Texans but are obviously close second. They're, it looks like they're in a, uh, on their way of getting their shit together finally. Absolutely. And I mean yeah. the Texans are Since close Watson's second. Since Watson's been gone. Since Correct. Watson has been gone. Because they learned their lesson. They're finally giving their shit They learned their lesson. And you know what? When Cleveland yeah. wins eight games this year, they're going to learn their lesson real quick, too. And at the end of the day, Baltimore with L Lamar Jackson is much better than Baltimore without Lamar Jackson. Lamar right. knows that. Everybody in the Baltimore organization, anybody with eyes knows that. But at the end of the day, Baltimore would do themselves a disservice to bend knee to him. Because he's not doing this shit the right way. So if Lamar decides to do it the right way, he'll get paid and he'll get close to what he wants. But is he going to get a fully guaranteed contract? The answer is absolutely not. I, I, I think he should just play this year out. And if they can't come to terms, then move on. Right. Then move on. Don't do this. Don't pull the Deshaun don't Watson. Games. Don't sit out. Don't, do, don't play games. Don't sit the entire year. I, I don't agree with that. I still remember what Bell did it. I didn't agree with it then, and it was kind of it for him afterwards. And I mean, I'm afraid that happens to too many guys. Well, and you just look like an asshole. Like, let's be real. Just, you just kind of look like an asshole. You sign a contract right. with the team. Play the game. Honor your contract. Play the game. Play the game. And then when you become an unrestricted free agent, go where you want. Okay. Moving on. Next. I, I don't like people that hold ball clubs hostage. Just like what's going on. Right now with the Green Bay Packers and the Jets. 
I well, don't like it. Now, now I want to know how you feel about the fact that one ball club is holding another ball club hostage because that's essentially what the Packers are doing. Well, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think the Jets have any alter, alternative. They don't. Everything has come and gone. They, so, they signed free agents that Rodgers wanted. Mm-hmm. If he wanted, they wanted him to play there. This is what he wanted. That was bullshit. They he had came to go out and, out and, said and do that. it. He came out and said that was bullshit. You believe that? I do. I wholeheartedly really? believe that. What everybody's sitting here they thinking, wanted to make him comfortable. I get it. Absolutely. They wanted to roll out the welcome mat, and everybody sits here and says, "Oh yeah, he said they had to sign Lazard." You don't think the New York Jets are happy to have Alan Lazard on the team? Come on. No. Why not? I mean. Well, you got Garrett Wilson. You yeah. got a, a good, nice core of young guys. Well, Al there. Lazard is your number two. I mean, he was number one in Green Bay. Now he gets to go to he gets to go to the Jets and be a number two, possibly three. What the, the Green Bay Packers? Honest to God, Mike Murphy might be making on the Scumbag Hall of Fame this year in my eyes. Why? Because this is you. You they, they want a first round pick. Yes, but they fiddle fuck around with Aaron <clears throat> Rodgers. Every one. You don't. I don't care who it is. All right. I don't care if it was Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Dan Marino. You don't draft a quarterback without walking in there and telling your guy. That's number one. They did That's that. They one. did that to Rodgers. They did it to Favre with Rodgers. Then they did it to Rodgers with Jordan Love. Okay. You go out and you draft this guy. You don't even have a conversation about it. In my eyes, I get Aaron Rodgers feeling the disrespect. Right. Aaron Rodgers came out on the Pat McAfee show and said he hasn't talked to the Packers. Yeah. They have not reached out to him. All of this is going on. You're not even going to talk to the guy. No. Like what's going, what are, what are you doing? What are you doing? Okay. At the end of the day, I get it from Aaron Rodgers standpoint. And does Aaron Rodgers go about shit the right way? And is he a little bit weird? It's kind of a freak. Of course yeah. he's weird. Absolutely. He's fucking but high. guess what? At the end of the day, he doesn't have a bad thing to say about the Packers other than the fact that if you're going to go out and draft a, a Jordan Love, why not tell they're, they're not even communicating with him. He, Correct. he openly said that. Right. They were they were making statements that they were moving on from Aaron Rodgers. Without Aaron telling without Aaron Rodgers. Without Aaron Rodgers even knowing. Right. And he even said that. He goes, nobody said anything to me. You know, and this isn't, this isn't like... This isn't, oh, yeah, we're moving on from Ryan Tannehill and Ryan Tannehill finds out from Twitter. This is Aaron <laughs> fucking Rodgers. I mean, we're talking yeah. a top five guy of all time. Come on. I don't know. That's ridiculous to me. Now, I will say on the other end of it, who wins here? The Packers who get Jordan Love and the ghost of Randall Cobb when he resigns week six? Or, or the Jets with... Arguably the best young defense, probably the best secondary in football. Um, one of the best young running backs in football. One of the best young receivers in football. And yeah, but one you of know the what? best quarterbacks to ever this, play the game. Even if they side Rodgers, he's got to commit. He's got to get there through the offseason. He's got to work with these guys and have some kind of rapport with them. If he thinks he's going to just kind of slide in like he was doing there. I don't think he's going to do that. I don't, I don't think he's going to do that either. I I mean, you want to talk about a chip on your shoulder? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going to come out and want to take the (laughs) fucking world by storm this year. You know what? You know what? The only downfall is he's going to be in a division where there's three tough teams. That's the only downfall. I mean, I agree. 
And is it gonna is Miami gonna be a cakewalk this year? No. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely Actually, not. Actually, I, I think they're the front runner. Is Buffalo gonna be a cakewalk? No. No. But I mean, my God, it is hard to argue that the Jet one of the you wanna know something? The AFC East is this year's AFC West. Yes. You have three teams that could all easily win that division. And then a fourth team that might shock you. I right. don't think they will. I think New England's a five-game winner this year, and I'll make the same bet I did last year and win it again. But but that division's completely up in the air. But in order for the Jets to compete with both Miami and Buffalo, the Rodgers deal has to get done. Green Bay's got the Jets a new corner because free agency, I mean, let's be real, every, every game-changing guy is pretty much signed now. And they don't have enough ammo to move that far up in the draft well, let me to ask get a quarterback. You, let me, I have one question for you. Yes. At what point does Bill Belichick call Tom Brady up and say, you know what, Tom, one why don't you try. come on back? Uh, we'll make this your swan song, your farewell tour. Come back to New England and retire Rogers as a twice. Patriot. He wouldn't do it. No? No. Robert Kraft, pick up the phone, call Tom Brady, and say, you know what, Tom, why don't you come back? We can have Mac Jones hold hold your football bag, and, and then you can you can come back and do your little swan song. How happy would you, you be? Player and Rogers twice a year. How, how oh. happy would you I'd be? I'd cry. I'd buy season tickets. I'd That's be. I you know. I would have to. But at the end of the day, it's not going to happen. You want to know why? Why? Because Tom Brady wants to win. If he's going to come back, he wants to win. And there ain't no way in hell the New England Patriots are even making the playoffs this year, let alone winning a Super Bowl. It's I don't believe that. So, I I do know this. Is Matt Patricia still part of the organization of the New England Patriots? No, sir. He's gone? He's gone. Good luck there, bud. When you get your job over there at Home Depot, asking people <laughs> how they what, what are they looking for today, and you can point them down to one of the aisles. Hopefully you, you'll know what aisle that is, where the fertilizer is. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Okay. He is still part of the organization. Ah, oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Cool. You just told me he was gone. They, re they re-signed him to an, a front office job as a oh, quote-unquote. As a quote-unquote. At, at what point does he don't get fired for sexual as harassment? The guy's a douchebag. As you, a see, <laughs> you remember when he was on the field screaming at that guy? Swearing at him with all those little kids standing there. I was like, holy Christ, this guy's a nutcase. Anyways, um, he was relieved yeah. as his duty of offensive play caller. Uh, yeah, he, he, needs to, he needs to stand on the sideline and had Bill Belichick his, his, uh, he is his being, clipboard and his Gatorade. He is being retained as a senior advisor. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't take any advice from him. Anyways, anything else to add before we end today's show? First show back. Season two, episode well, one. Uh, I think free agency has been uh, pretty cool up yeah. till now. We're, we're uh, going to go see a lot more, more changes yeah. on a lot of these teams. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think a lot of teams have proved themselves immensely. Uh, the, the Jets, for one, I think the Jets have really improved, especially if they do land Rodgers. They're landing you gotta, Rodgers. You got to put them as uh, a serious threat. Uh, I, have, I have a very important question to ask before okay. we end the show. How do you feel about him no longer having a beard? 
It is. It is off-putting. It's. It's just. It it, something doesn't feel right. Well, you know. You know what it is. I have. I have to breathe. My face has to breathe. Being underneath that dude is not easy. I bet. It's not easy. <laughs> I bet. It's not easy. It's. Uh, it's so heavy. Yeah. And not only that, I look twenty pounds lighter. Yes, you do. Yeah. You look very nice and slim right yeah. now. You shave the slim. head, too. Slim. Got the little goatee going. Will you take the hat off for us or no? No, not today. Okay. Not yet. Save that That's for That's I get two. a nice sunburn on it. Perfect. Well, we're back and better than ever, and I hope that you enjoyed our first episode of Season 2 and our first live episode on YouTube. Uh, we do have to give a big shout-out to Bruce here because he did. Shout-out to Bruce. He Bruce worked did a great job here. He hey. worked tirelessly hey, you to little get prick. this done. You did a great job on this. I didn't think you'd be able to do this because you're dumb as shit, and, and you proved me wrong. <laughs> you proved me wrong. Thank so, you, Bruce. Thank you for joining us. Shout-out to a couple other. I want to give a couple shout-outs to, to my man, Omar. Omar, if you're there, I hear you. And he did tell me to tell you this. When we're doing our draft party, do not give out the picks before they're selected through the thing. He said you were ruined every pick for him last year. Well, he's got to come this year, and then he'll hear him live. He can't, uh, he can't make it. Oh. Uh, oh, by the way, there you it's go. It's his son's birthday. Happy birthday to Omar's son. Uh, he can't make it. We, we want everybody to come out. Everybody come on out this year. Thursday, the 27th, we'll do full first-round coverage from Zeph's and St. Clair Shores. Uh, 7 p.m. start time. Beer, T-shirts with our new and improved logos. All at Happy Horse shit will be there. And uh, we're going to be doing this there and talking about the We're going to uh, be doing it live. Draft. and uh, We're doing it live. I, Do it I, live. I thought that our draft bash last year was awesome. It was. Bruce was out of his mind. Uh, his brother was swaying. It, it was In incredible. You guys got to come out and see it. Thank you guys so much for tuning back into season two of the Tip Balls podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls podcast. Uh, we'll be back again next week for more live on YouTube shows. This is our new home. We will be here. Obviously, we are still utilizing Spotify and Apple Music, but predominantly, this is the main focus of our shows now. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe. Hit the notification bell so that you know when we're live. Have a great weekend. God bless. Am I perfect? <laughs>